Greetings all. Our next episode on the Internal Medicine Podcast is about the management of acute left ventricular failure or pulmonary edema. Patient presenting to the emergency room with acute left ventricular failure or pulmonary edema should be initiated on an IV bolus of loof diuretics. If he has hypoxemia, then he should be given oxygen support. If he doesn't and has severe anxiety instead, I would consider IV opiates such as morphine 3 to 5 milligrams. The next thing to consider is the systolic blood pressure in a patient of acute LVF. A systolic blood pressure of less than 85 millimeters of mercury generally prompts the choice of a non-vasodilating inotrope. A systolic blood pressure of 85 to 110 warrants no additional therapy until response to the above, that is diuretics, and oxygen is assessed. And a patient with a systolic blood pressure of more than 110 should be treated with vasodilators. If the above treatment is assessed and adequate response is attained, then treatment is continued as outlined. However, if there is no response and the patient continues to have a systolic blood pressure of less than 85 millimeters of mercury, then I would stop vasodilators and beta blockers and consider right heart catheterization or mechanical ventilatory support. If the patient has a systolic blood pressure of more than 85 and a arterial saturation of less than 90, then oxygen therapy and non-invasive ventilation should be considered. Next, we should look at the urine output. If it is less than 20 ml per hour, we should catheterize the bladder, increase diuretics. We should consider low-dose dopamine and go in for right heart catheterization or ultrafiltration. The management of acute left ventricular failure is generally divided into four phases. The first phase is the emergent care. The second phase consists of hospital care. The third phase is discharge. And the fourth phase is post-discharge management. Phase one, emergent care. Oxygen must be supplemented at two to three liters per minute by nasal prongs or five to six liters per minute by mask if SpO2 is less than 90. According to the 3CPO trial, non-invasive ventilation or continuous positive airway pressure was superior to standard oxygen therapy. Morphine must be considered as mentioned previously. The phase 2 of management of acute left ventricular failure consists of daily weight and input-output monitoring, dietary sodium restriction, venous thromboembolic prophylaxis, and continuation of beta blockers under hospital care. An entity called the cardiorenal syndrome, which involves volume overload, which is refractory to medical management due to insufficiency of the kidneys. Vasodilators are superior to ultrafiltration in cardiorenal syndrome as per the CARES trial. Phase 3 consists of discharge assessment. If a patient who is about to be discharged has congestion evidenced by basal crepitations or pedal edema, there is increased chances of hospitalization. Phase 4 consists of post-discharge management which involves specific therapy in the form of loop diuretics, vasodilators, nitrates, inotropes and inodilators and phosphodiesterase inhibitors such as milrinone, enoximone and levosimendin. Other treatment options include cardiac resynchronization therapy, ultrafiltration 
and hypertonic saline. We must mention the new therapies that are available for management of congestive heart failure. Serolaxin, Aliskiren, Simnasigwat, Omacabtiv, Macabril, Isteroxime and Strescopin are all new modalities for the management of acute left ventricular failure. Each of these drugs will be described in detail in a separate episode. That's all for the management of acute left ventricular failure. We will see you in the next episode. Cheers.